Join me, Chelsea Erson, on season three of my podcast, Dear Young Rocker. Tune in to hear some of my favorite musicians tell stories from their awkward musical beginnings, reconnect with the teenager they used to be, and remember what it's like to fall in love with your favorite band for the first time. Listen to Dear Young Rocker Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Twenty twenty one is right around the corner. And the idea of a new year brings relief for a lot of you to have 2020 be finally over. Or for some of you, maybe the holidays may bring up scary or like anxious feelings. And the fact is, most of the kids that write to us mention some experiences of anxiety and stress. It can be complicated because anxiety takes many forms and can trigger so many different things. And although we have talked about anxiety previously on the show, what exactly is anxiety? I am losing control of myself. Electricity kind of going throughout my body and I start getting really warm and like sweating. I feel like I can't stop moving. When you feel an overload of emotions hit you all at once. Feels like I'm trapped and there's nothing I can do. And it feels like everything is going to start becoming worse. Because I, down. Down. I feel like we're seeing to me, I will be a You're going through life and it's tough. But what's going to happen to you? How do you get through it? Does anyone even understand? I wish someone could tell me what to do. Hi. I'm Samantha Logan, and this is We Got You, a podcast for kids whose hard questions are answered by the older teenage kids who have already been through it. So my guest today is Tyla, an older teen kid who has experienced a panic attack when she was about to graduate from eighth grade. A panic attack is what happens when an overwhelming feeling takes over and causes, well, panic. (laughs) And this is Tyla's story and what she did to help relieve the symptoms of what led to her panic attack. My name is Tyla. I'm 18 and I'm from San Carlos, California. I think my anxiety and depression, I'm not diagnosed with either of those, but I have dealt with those feelings for a while. And I think it began in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Partly it came from me putting a lot of pressure on myself to do really well in school. I think I just didn't really recognize that I was kind of sad and anxious a lot of the time. I'm I'm a really, I'm naturally a very sensitive person. So I didn't know that crying that much wasn't normal. And I, I, it slowly started to escalate where I would isolate myself. So that's when I kind of started to recognize like, oh, maybe this isn't normal. It's not just puberty or whatever. So I think it was in seventh grade. I was still in middle school when I went to my first and only therapy session. And I remember at the end of the session, the therapist told me that I didn't have anxiety or depression and she labeled it as mild. I 
think I was expecting to be diagnosed with one of those two. So for her to tell me that it was mild didn't make me feel better. So I kind of continued to wallow in the sadness and I didn't really open up to my friends about it. I sort of kept it hidden and my family knew about it and they continued to support me, but um, I don't think they really knew how much I was struggling then. I didn't really open up about it very much. So then right before my eighth grade graduation, um, I had a panic attack. And I think I was putting on my graduation robe and my dress and everything. And I remember I was in the living room with my mom and my sister. And all of a sudden I felt this like very overwhelming, irrational fear. And I kind of just had to sit down and I started crying and I felt super anxious and it was really scary. And um, sometimes I get really bad migraines. So this uh, panic attack was specifically from my fear of getting a migraine during the ceremony, which is very, very unlikely. I probably have like one or two per year, but for some reason I had convinced myself that I was definitely going to get a migraine. So I was freaking out. My mom and my sister didn't really know what to do, but they comforted me. And I got through graduation and it was a great experience. And I got to see all my friends again and it was fun. Um, but after that, I kind of, reflected on it and realized that it was sort of almost a wake-up call. I had gone to the therapy session and I had just assumed that once I went there, it would kind of almost be magically fixed or I'd be diagnosed with something. and I'd be like, okay, that's it. I'm just going to take some pills or this is exactly what I have to do to get better. But in reality, it just kept going until I kind of faced it and was like, okay, I, I need to focus on self-care and taking care of myself more and recognizing that I need to do something about this, really. I decided to really focus on taking care of myself. And especially now that I was aware of what could happen if I let my anxiety take control. So that's going back to the panic attack. I think that's what made me realize, okay, I need to get a handle on this. So I think I probably I mean, I still deal with anxiety today, but it's definitely less severe. And I know how to take a break from things if they're too overwhelming now. If I realized that I was starting to feel anxious or sad, I would take a second and think about why. Like, is it irrational? Or is it because I'm nervous about this test? Is it because this person is being mean to me? So I kind of had to stop and figure out where that was stemming from. So kind of just being more self-aware, I think that was part of it. As I became more self-aware, I think that I was able to not control because you can't control how you feel, but um, keep my anxiety more in check. So I'd recognize that I'm feeling anxious, but instead of letting it get into my head, I would be able to focus a little bit more or... Um, maybe even talk to someone about it because I realized that this external thing is bothering me. So I'd be able to tell like my friend, like I need to get out of this party or whatever. I definitely think that I felt a sense of relief and it wasn't just sudden, but gradually I did start to feel 
um, this weight lifted off my shoulders because I was able to support myself, but also talk to my friends about my anxiety and open up a little bit more to people. So I think opening up is a really important part of the process because the people who love you are always going to support you and you should open up to them when you can. I would tell my younger self to surround yourself with people who care about you. I was really lucky that my middle school friends were amazing and most of them went to my high school, so we're still all friends today and they always supported me. Surrounding yourself with people who care about you is super important because those are the people that you can talk to and reach out to for support. And it's really important that you can trust the people you're around. It can be really hard to bring up personal issues in person sometimes, but it is really rewarding. Nowadays, you can text your friend too if you're not comfortable talking to them face to face. Talking to your friends for support is definitely something that you should do. I think one of the other things that helped me with my anxiety was finding my passion, which is journalism. So finding something that I really love to do and that kind of had a community aspect really allowed me to distract myself from anxiety and channel my energy into something that was positive. I found that that really helped with my anxiety a lot, just putting your best effort into something that you care about. So now is the part of the show where we take questions from you out there. We asked you on our Instagram account, We Got You Show, to submit anonymous questions about any and all your issues, and we had lots of responses. Thank you, and keep that up for the coming episodes. Our audience-submitted questions are about anxiety and panic attacks. For today's panel of experts, Tyla is also joined by Jayla, who told her story in a past episode. So you all in some shape or form have suffered from anxiety or panic attacks. What are your best coping mechanisms right now? Um, for one is breathing. Like you really need to have like a set of breathing skills just to relax and calm yourself because that's the first step is getting your body to relax um, and to calm down. So just like breathe, like your head say, okay, one, two, like breathe in and out like you're at the doctor's. A second step, so I usually have a rubber band around me where I just pull on it just to um, make sure when I get them urges that I won't actually pull my hair out. Instead, I'll pull the rubber band. Um, so those are some of the different type of mechanisms that I use in order to calm down my anxiety. Similarly, I also use like uh, breathing exercises to calm down. Um, there's one called square breathing, which I think is pretty common. But you uh, you breathe in and you count to four and then you hold your breath for four seconds and then you breathe out for four seconds and then you hold it for four seconds and you just continue that cycle. And that really helps calm me down if I start to get super anxious. Um, and then another thing that I do is just take a break. Like if things are really, really overwhelming, um, especially just when I'm working on schoolwork, I think it like I just see this long list of things that I have to do and it just can be too much. So I just step back and like watch an episode of The Good Place or go talk to my sister, or, you know, just step back from all of that. So those are the, probably the two biggest ones for me right now. What does a panic attack feel like? 
it's so many feelings, a rush of emotion, just overwhelming your body. and You can't really deal with them all at once. It's a feeling of uneasiness. And it's like, you don't, it's like you really can't control your body. So it's like you're trying to calm yourself down, but at the same time, it's like you're kind of out of your body, like an out of body experience. I definitely agree with that. That was like a really perfect description of what it feels like. I've only suffered from like two or three panic attacks in my whole experience, um, but I still vividly remember them because uh, they struck me in such a really scary way, honestly. Um, It really does feel like a rush of all these different emotions all at once. It's very overwhelming and chaotic and you just can't focus on anything. And um, yeah, it can really, sometimes it builds up to kind of this explosive feeling. And then sometimes it's almost out of nowhere. I feel like I had a panic attack, but I'm not sure what to do now. That's one thing I feel like a lot of our kids, they deal with things, but they don't, they don't exactly know, okay, is this exactly what I have? Or is this exactly what I'm experiencing? Because like I said, first with mental health in general, we don't really talk about it as much. So I feel like when a kid is experiencing something, they don't actually know what it is because they're just like, okay, am I overreacting right now? <laughs> or is this something serious? And I can relate to that because like I said, when um, I had my disorder, I didn't know what it was. I literally had to look it up on Google and then I had went to the doctor. So if you're experiencing a panic attack, I would definitely say go to the doctor. Like that's one thing I wish I would have done was go sooner to an expert. If I would have dealt with it sooner, it definitely, I feel like it would have helped me better cope with things better as well. Yeah, definitely notice if it becomes a pattern, like if it's reoccurring anxiety in your life, you should definitely take note of that. Um, I remember when I first started experiencing uh, anxiety, I had a spreadsheet online and I took note of when I felt bad or if it was after any particular event, like, oh, I went to math and then afterwards I felt really bad about myself or something like that. So I made sure to keep like a health guide to kind of track it. So when I went to my doctor, I was able to kind of tell her what had been happening and for how long. Uh, I think a lot of people sometimes think that you overreact when you're feeling anxious. And it's important to realize that it's okay to be sensitive, recognize that it's important to surround yourself with people who aren't going to judge you for feeling anxious and just be with people that you trust and aren't going to like dehumanize your anxiety or your experiences. Can I stop panic attacks from happening? So that's the thing, like with my experience, at least it's like when I have a panic attack, it's usually like when I least expect it. Like my panic attack literally come at the most unexpected moment. So like I really at times, like I said, I can only deal with them once they come because they've already arrived, but they usually don't come. Like, when I expect them, they don't really come, but when it's least unexpected, that's when they come, and it's just learning how to deal with them when they occur at that moment. I think it's different for everyone. Like, sometimes for me, I can kind of sense when it's building up to an attack, and I can kind of prevent it before it happens. Um just by trying to calm down, breathing, talking to someone, distracting myself. Um, So I feel like there's never really one single really easy panacea for that, for stopping panic attacks altogether. Um, But you can definitely, like Jayla said, um, 
in the moment, focus on different techniques that will help you. Okay, so I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to We Got You. We Got You is a podcast that gives a voice to every kid out there who doesn't have anyone to go to for advice, who might be scared to ask their friends, older siblings, or parents for help. We're here for you. And remember that right now is just a tiny part of your life and you will get through it. Tune in for the next episode where we speak to Heron, a 16-year-old who talks about diminishing herself to fit in with her friends. If you want a chance to have your questions answered or appear on our show, submit your questions via DM on our Instagram at wegotyoushow or visit us at wegotyoushow.com. If you need to speak with someone about any issue you are facing, Youthline is a hotline you can call for help 24-7. Dial 877-968-8491 or text teen to teen to 839863. We Got You is sponsored by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with special thanks to PRX and Tracks for Support. Production assistant is Carolina Garrigo. Theme music by Dima. Original composition by Dimitri Libman, Ollie Chang, and Guy Brown. Music edit, sound design, and mix by Rob Ballingle. Dialogue edit by Michelle Medias. And music supervision by Justin Morris. We Got You is created, written, and produced by Hallie Petro and Brandon Leganke in association with Sonic Union NYC. This is Samantha Logan. And until next time, have a happy new year and please stay safe. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. Sending all love to you guys. We got you show. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.